Welcome to the Peak RFP Podcast. My name is Luke Huso. I'm a physical therapist here at Peak Rehab Fitness and Performance in Augusta, Georgia. Joined today by my colleague Van Jordan, and today we're going to be talking about the ACL graft. Uh, today, we specifically, we're talking about autographs, and so those are graphs that we use that come from our own bodies, and um, we're going to get into uh, kind of what those are and most importantly, kind of how they incorporate uh, into our body during that surgical procedure and the rehab in the months to come. So, uh, Van, good to see you. Good morning. Good morning. All right, brother. So, let's just jump in there. You know, what are we, what are we talking about? So, with your ACL, and there's two, you know, important concepts or, or words to to understand, and that's the graft and the fixation. Okay. Um, and so you're, you know, we're, we're talking about that as a whole so those two as a team so to speak mm -hmm. as far as the healing process goes and um your your acl your autograft so typically is going to be a, a hamstring tendon a patella tendon or a quad tendon okay um that they're going to harvest from your own body to make your new acl with and and that graft when they first put it in is stronger than your acl that you're born with okay so the graft is the actually the strongest right when they put it in as far as you know if you were to take that ace that take that and try to break it right it's, it's the strongest day one when they put it in okay um but that fixation so where that graft uh, the muscle tendon is tied into the bone is actually weakest um and so you know that process over time is evolving and your acl is you, your new acl is going to actually weaken um, during that period because you're asking a muscle to become a ligament right and so is it the the term is ligamentization so that that muscle is taking on properties of a ligament which are totally different okay so so when they when they put it in when the surgeon puts that graft in initially we're talking about the first couple weeks where it is the strongest is that right. correct so it's going to be day one time okay. they put it in and you're out of the or is that's it's stronger than anything that you were born with okay and even though we say it weakens, that that graft still remains strong. Sure. Um, you know, and, and there, some research says that it is it is still stronger than than your native ACL. Okay. Um, but again, you know, we're looking at not just the graft strength; we're looking at the fixation strength. So as it's, where it's tying into those bones. So let's talk about that ligamentization you talked right. about. So when does that happen? So that's going to start to occur. You know, after the first few weeks. Um, you know, that's why with, with your ACL recovery, you know, your first six weeks is, is, is slow. Um, you know, a protective healing phase is, is what you would call it. Um, and so the, during that time, the fixation is, is getting stronger. And so they kind of the opposite, the fixation is getting stronger. And then the graft is kind of getting weaker sure. through, through that period. Um, and so the, the fixation is going to get strong and you know hopefully kind of incorporate around you know six to eight weeks because we're talking about those bony tunnels and yeah and that bone healing and so that's going to be strong around six to eight weeks but now we're looking at that graph that has weakened because of the ligamentization process okay and so even the, fi the fixation is getting stronger 
the, through those first six to eight weeks. That graft is weakening so, through those first six to eight weeks, you know, maybe 12 weeks. Okay, so again, when we're talking fixation, we're talking about where that tendon incorporates into the bone on either end, your femur and your tibia. Correct. And when we're talking about ligamentization, we're talking about that graft that is a tendon, a right. muscle tendon, uh, becoming a ligament. And so the fixation into the bones is getting stronger right. at this six to eight to 10 weeks. Right. But that tendon is kind of uh, you know, changing a little bit, right. working its way into a ligament, correct? Right. right. Okay. And so, you know, we're, we're going to you know, use 12 weeks kind of roughly, you know, in, in the research is, is what's that showing is we start to feel comfortable to start to push, you know, that patient, that athlete, um, as far as, you know, progression of strengthening and, and running and jumping and those things after that 12-week mark. Because roughly tendon typically heals the bone in, in around 12 weeks. Okay. Um, but, you know, an important concept is that, you know, in most of the research out there is that even though, okay, yeah, we feel comfortable at, at that 12 weeks, you know, starting to kind of push our patients, um, it, it that process is still not completed yet. Sure. And so... You're looking at a one to two year process, actually, of, of full incorporation of, of that new ACL, if you will. So it's not just like a oh, six six weeks, eight weeks, twelve weeks, you know, four months. Right. It's not like okay, now we're solid and we right. can go. You know, that process is still ongoing for for up to two years, and and it possibly could be longer than that. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're we don't even consider pushing until we're after this kind of 12 right, weeks right? right you're gonna you know, your first six weeks protection healing um you know because there is risk of stretching out that graft okay right through that first six to eight weeks so you can actually loosen it in a loose graft is yeah. not the graft we want you bet um so there's a lot of things you can do in that first six to eight weeks that can compromise you know the, the longevity of that graft that can compromise your success and results later on down the road um and so you get through that, then after that six-week phase, you know, six to 12 weeks, as you think about that as kind of, all right, bringing them along slowly. Sure. Um, you're starting to get them moving more, pushing them, you know, we're, on we're, a lower level. Yeah. And then, okay, now we're getting to that 12-week mark. Yeah. You know, we're feeling yeah. comfortable starting to push people into more running and jumping right. Right. and things like right. that. If, you know, everybody's different. Right. If they're ready for that. If their movements are looking well. The range of motion is, is full, their, their their strength is coming along right. where it needs to be, then you can start to feel comfortable to progress that. that yeah, activity, and, that and we're not talking about, we're not we're not on the table for six weeks. We're on your feet. You know, right. You're on your right. feet and you're doing what we call closed chain strengthening. Right. And, you're, and You're doing things within certain parameters, right? right? And so we, we want to be real careful on, you, you try to be careful on how much you know, anterior translation. So how okay. much movement that tibia is getting on that femur. Sure. Um, in a, in a forward movement. Um, you know, you want to be real careful with that through, through that period of time because there, you know, there's a lot of, you know, research evidence out there. Um, and a lot of surgeons who, who believe that, you know, through those first six, eight weeks, too much of that kind of translation will right. stretch that graph because like right. we just talked about the graft and the fixation they're not really synced up yet. Right? Sure. There's one healing quicker than the other while the other was weakening. Right. Um, and so, you know, that process, there's some things that you do on your feet. There's some things that you do on your table. Um, but you're, you're just, you, you have to be really careful with what you're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, something like going upstairs too soon. Like if you're just trying to go upstairs in your house with that, 
ACL leg, um, you know, before things have started to, to take place, before your quad strength has improved, those things, you know, going up on a step can really sure. load you, really load that tibia, right. make that tibia move, and, right. and something as simple as stair climbing that people don't really think about because right. they do all the time can compromise that. Yeah, you know, this is so important to understand that this this tendon incorporation and this fixation <laughs> strength because, you know, it's not just, com- you know, sometimes patients and, and parents and even PTs think that just working hard is the answer. But we really need to understand what that, you know, physiological healing process is doing and that's what we're talking about today. Right. Because if we, you know, if we, we if we push hard just because we think that's what we should be doing, or that patient really wants to go, and there's some kind of, you know, really great young athlete, so they're going to go quicker, 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 right? Right. I mean, that's always one of those things. Yeah. Pe- people don't heal quicker right. than others, right? And that's what you got to be careful of. I mean, it's, um, you can't push and force the healing process, you know, and, and you're going to get a healing response to that you're going to have swelling. Right, that that swelling on top of the trauma that you've been through that inhibits right. your muscles. It makes right. them weaker, um, makes them not be able to fire as quickly as they need to, um, and you know, you're already looking, you know, at a thirty to forty percent retear rate. Yeah, you know, that, look, that's you know, that's which so is, high. Right, which is not what we want. We right. we want it to be zero ideally. Right, um, and so you know, doing things too soon, doing things the wrong way, um, going back to, to running and cutting and, and sport, you know, too soon. Right. Um, you know, you're, you're running a, a big risk. Let's, let's talk about this eight month time frame that you right. and I were talking about after surgery. Right. Uh, what, tell me about this. So, you know, eight months is, is what we're shooting for. You know, I, we're not looking, we shouldn't be looking to get any athletes back to full contact sports, um, you know, before eight months. And so, you know, like we said, there's a 30 to 40% retail rate, depending on what you're reading. Uh, but, you know, going back before eight months, research is showing that you are seven times more likely to suffer to suffer an injury. Whether yeah. that's, you know, retearing that ACL, tearing the other ACL, some other, you know, injury meniscus-wise or whatever. Right. Um you know, you're that's that's not a risk that, that you want to take. You yeah, know, you want to ideally do this one time and do right. it one time right. only. Yeah, especially these young athletes. You know, and we're going to do an episode on the uh, this incredible high incidence of ACL injuries that we're seeing. That episode, you know, is coming. But the, you know, when you have a young athlete, you know, we need to be strong and and incorporated good fixation early. Right not trying to get back too early. And right. that, that's something parents got to understand because of this seven times more likely to retear if you get back before eight months. Right. That's, that's incredible. Correct. Yeah. So, if, yeah, if there's, you know, if anybody, you know, out there, parent, kid-wise, athletes, if if, if somebody is, is telling you and they're trying to clear you at six months to go back to no restrictions, go play, I would strongly advise against that and, right. and, and advise you to seek a, a second opinion, right. you know, um, you know, with your, you know, with your return to sport, you know, progression. Right. Um, and you know, there's a lot of testing and things like that that need to be done and, and monitoring that, that testing, not yeah. all return to, to sport testing is the same. Sure. Um, you know, and, and having, you know, experienced, uh, you know, clinicians be able to, 
see the the issues we're looking at because right. the majority of these injuries are non-contact injuries. Sure. So that tells you there's already strength and movement pattern problems right. that the right. athlete has. Right. Um, you know that that need to be addressed that were there before the injury even happened. And so part of this recovery process and this full return to sport is correcting those things that were underlying issues that, that you know, right. resulted in, in right. this, this injury in the Yeah, three out of four ACL tears are probably related to the weakness that you have in your body right. and then you load it and your knee right. gives way. Much more right. common to have right. a non-contact That's injury right. than, a, than a contact injury, which, you know, is, is bad luck, so to speak, sure. with your contact injury. Sure. It's hard to, hard to avoid those, and you're not going to prevent you know, all of these, but you, you want to decrease the risk as much as possible. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, the, I think the important concepts to, to understand is that, you know, even though we're talking about, you know, that graft going through this process, becoming a ligament, it's still strong. You know, your, your graft is still going to be strong. Um, but you've got to be careful of how you progress, how you approach these things. Sure. Because, uh, you know, we don't want to do something, you know, it, to stretch that graft out, to compromise yeah, no that doubt. graft during a time period. Um, because, you know, the fixation is not where it needs to be. The graft is not where it needs to be. And again, we're talking about these things as a whole. It's not one or the other. Right. You know, it's them as a team, you know, making them strong and solid before we're really starting to, to move along with this process. Good stuff. All right, Van. Thank you so much, man. So we're talking graft uh, fixation uh, today and uh, tendon incorporation in that ACL after surgery. Super important to understand some of these concepts and time frames so that we can get that good healing, that good fixation early without overstressing it, and then allows us to just continue to build and build. And remember, we're not trying to get back super early. We've got to be strong and be able to handle our body on top of that knee before we go back to that full sport. So we're going to talk more in the future about you know, post-op, breaking that out, maybe a little bit more, and also a little bit more in the return to sports. So, all right, Van, thank you so much. Thank you.